Well, good morning, New Hope. Glad that you're here this morning physically, both online as well as we continue in this series called Action Heroes. And last week, Pastor Justin kicked off this series for us just talking about how action heroes have an action to do. We all have this action, right? And I want to follow that up by really looking at this whole idea today, how action heroes have each been given a gift to do. And I remember back when I was in college in my uh, summer job, I worked at the Cheney Company. And the Cheney Company built stair lifts, for individuals who either were disabled or maybe a little more elderly or whatever that needed to get up to their uh, second story home and they couldn't take the stairs, so the stair lift would take them up. They would sit in the chair and the stair lift would take them up. And I had a little bit of a uh, uh, interesting time there when Hollywood actually hired our company to make some stair lifts for a movie series they were doing called The Gremlins. Now, if you're way old like I am, you know, The Gremlins back then, some of you remember, oh yeah, I remember that movie. And that, and so I actually was part of making this stair lift and packaging and sending it off to Hollywood for this particular movie. There's a scene actually in there, that stair lift in the, in the movie scene, and that was, was one that I participated in making. But, Just being a summer worker at the Cheney Company, I learned how the company functioned as far as how the different divisions of the company got along. And I found out right away that the people in the office didn't really get along with the people in manufacturing, and the people in the manufacturing in the office really didn't get along with the salespeople out around in the different towns and states that they were selling, that there was conflict always between them. You know, the people on the manufacturing floor, myself and all that, it was sort of like, oh, those people up in the offices, they got the air conditioning, they just sit around, go to lunch, that kind of stuff, design the product, you know. The people in the office look down at us in the manufacturing. They're like, oh, yeah, they get a punch out at 3.30 in the afternoon. They go home. They don't have to worry about anything, if something's working or not. And then the salespeople, they're like, man, you know, I'm always out on the road trying to sell these products. Sometimes they don't work like they should or whatever. And there's this conflict, right? And there was this conflict of, like, who's greater than the others? And I was just sitting there doing my summer job thinking, you know what? I think we all matter. I mean, if, if the people in front are making the product better and designing it better, then we don't really have anything to make. And if the salespeople aren't selling it, then we don't have anything to make, right? And they don't have anything to design. And so really, the people designing it, the people making it, the people selling it, boy, we all equally need one another, even though we all have different gifts that are being utilized in the company. We all matter. You know, we see in the parable of the three servants in Matthew 25, the master, God, thought out the assigned work and gave each according to their ability. 
Let me read Matthew 25, 15 through 18. And God is the master here. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion of their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant who had two bags of silver also went out to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. And so right away in this story that Jesus is telling, and the master here being his father in heaven, he is relating that, number one, God assigns his kingdom work. God assigns his kingdom work to us. Matthew 24, 15a. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last. The master, God, thought through the work and who should be assigned what? It is his job. And he does it. He does the assigning. It's been interesting. We've been doing some traveling around, going to some colleges. My daughter will be a senior this year, just visiting colleges. And one of her interests is she would like to maybe play softball in college. And so we are up at uh, Superior this last week uh, at one visit and visited with the softball coach. And the softball coach said, yeah, I recruit and have 24 players on the team. And I'm like, whoa, 24 players, only nine play at a time. You know, I'm thinking in my head. And she says, yes, I may recruit you, but the first year you may just be assigned to running bases. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. All that she would be doing maybe is just running bases. Why? Because she can run bases or she's quick, right? And she said, yes, I have 24 girls on the roster, but I assign them their work, the positions they'll play, or if they'll just pinch hit for me, or if they'll just come in for certain defensive situations because they're strong in that one area against a left hitter or a right hitter. And she said, each one I assign, and I will sub in and utilize all 24 of them throughout the season in different scenarios. And I was like sort of amazed, like, wow, that's a lot of girls, nine positions, right? But she says, I will be doing the assigning. So for the first year, you may be just doing the books or you may be just base running or being a pinch hitter, whatever it might be, because I make the decisions, I make the assignment. And it's a picture of the parable that Jesus is telling here, the story he's telling when it comes to the work that we have is God was the one who assigned the individual to take care of the five talents, one, the two talents, and then the other one, the one talent, right? So God assigns his kingdom work when it comes to his action heroes. But secondly, God's assignment is based on his gifts, his gifts that they are given by him. Matthew 24, 15, it says, dividing it in proportion to their abilities, right? So each one having a different gift, just like Wendy was talking about the different tools. You know, we saw this a lot within the Olympics, right? 
especially when it came to different relays. And we see that, especially in the Olympics, when it came to the swimming medley, as they call it, the swimming medley, maybe the 400-meter medley, where the first swimmer does the butterfly stroke. And then they come and take off, and the second swimmer does the backstroke, totally different stroke. The third swimmer does the breaststroke, totally different stroke. And then the last stroke is the freestyle, right? And each stroke is different. Each one has been assigned to do that stroke. Why? Based on the gift that they have. But yet they come together as a team and do the race together as a team, and they did very well. In 1 Corinthians 12, 4, it says there are different kinds of gifts, right? But the same Spirit distributes them. So in this story, Jesus told one person received five talents, one person received two talents, and another one. It is not a person's level of talent that matters, What matters is how they use it, that it's used. The great violinist, Niccolo Paganini, willed his marvelous violin to Genoa, the city of his birth, but only under one condition, that the instrument never be played upon. It was an unfortunate condition or request by him. Because this particular wood, as long as it was used and handled, it showed little wear. It stayed beautiful. But as long as it was discarded, not used it, just let sit, it began to decay. So the exquisite mellotone violin became, over time, worm-eaten in its beautiful case. It became worthless except as a relic tied to the name of Niccolo Paganini. And so the moldening instrument is a reminder to us that a life withdrawn from serving others, being used, loses its meaning, loses its effect, its impact. And so that's why in this story, this parable that Jesus tells of his father and how his father assigns the work, assigns the gifts to be used. How thirdly, God's assignment to us is to be done. In Matthew 25, we read here of the last servant who goes off and buries the talent, right? says, then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here's what belongs to you. And he brings it back. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. You know, this response towards this man who just goes out and buries it out of fear. And the response Jesus tells 
of his heavenly father that, hey, you could have at least put in the bank and got interest. And we read on in the story that that man's talent was taken and given to the one who had earned 10, the one that had the five and doubled it and made 10. And there was a consequence to this piece. And this idea that God has assigned each one of us to work in his kingdom as Christ followers, that he has assigned to each one of us his gifts that he has given to us. And they all matter, even down to the little screwdriver, right? Even in the medley relay in the Olympics, every stroke mattered. Even though every time was not exact in the 100 meters that each one did, but yet every stroke mattered in completing the race or winning the race. And so what we have been given and how we use it matters. The master says his assignment to us is to be done. So what do these individuals have in common? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tom Cruise, Jackie Chan, Daniel Craig, Harrison Ford, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. What do they have in common, right? They're all action heroes in movies, every one of them. But what happens when the action hero doesn't show up? You don't have a movie, basically. (laughs) But what happens, right? No, I mean, in these movies, they always show up. They always make it happen. When we are called action heroes, we are called to be utilizing God's kingdom gift in his kingdom work. God never demands from a person ability which they have not got. But he does demand that a person should use the full of their abilities to which they do possess. People are not equal in talent, but they can be equal in effort. Did you hear that? People are not equal in talent, but they can be equal in effort. You see, in God's economy, it comes from the fact that it takes just as much work for a five-talent servant to produce five more talents as it does for a two-talent servant to to produce two more talents, and so on. We each are given a talent or talents to use, and God has purposed us to use them for the good of others and to fulfill his kingdom purpose overall. And so he challenges us, he calls us, he invites us to utilize what he has given us in order to bless and serve others and to fulfill his kingdom purpose. In Gary Ingrid's book called Life in His Body, he tells a true story about two students who graduated from the Chicago Kent College of Law. The highest ranking student in the class was a blind man named Overton. And when he received the honor He insisted that half of the credit should go to his friend, Kasperzak. They had met one another in school when the armless Mr. 
Zach had guided the blind man, Mr. Overton, down a flight of stairs. This acquaintance ripened into friendship and a beautiful example of interdependence. The blind man carried the books which the armless man read aloud in their common study. And thus the individual deficiency of each was compensated by the other. You see, Overton and Casper Zach were action heroes in each other's lives. And this is God's intention for each one of us to take what he has given us and to utilize it amongst one another and thus fulfill his kingdom purpose for us all. 1 Peter 4.10 says this, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. I love how he says, as faithful stewards of God's grace in various forms. It's not always about what success is or the world's definition of success or even the church's definition of success in that, that God is concerned about. What he calls us to is faithfulness, right? Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in various forms. Even if it is the gift of a pair of eyes to see or a pair of arms to do, like Overton and Casper Zach. And this is what we are inviting here at New Hope for all of us when it comes to being action heroes, being involved in volunteering in some area uh, here at New Hope Community Church. And I want to give you a picture of this from some of our action heroes <coughs> up in Brit. Woo! Up in Bram. So let's watch. <laughs> My name is Tom Minahan, and I, the reason I like to volunteer at the Bram New Hope campus is uh, it's rewarding to come in and see the empty hall. And we, uh, we come in at 7.30, and by 9 o'clock, we've got the entire thing set up, all our audio and video and um, the children's play area. And by 10 o'clock, it's, the kids are here, the families are here. Hi, I'm Candy Lund, and I serve at the Bram New Hope campus, and I mainly serve in the tech and media area. Um, it's a small little community, and we um, really get to know each other well, um, kind of laugh and joke around as we're getting ready in the morning. Hi, I'm Brent Lund, and I uh, work here with the pit crew on Sunday mornings. We're, uh, we're giving in, in that uh, we're helping prepare for the, the service, but also giving back to the community, too, in, in what we're doing here, too. So that's really cool. Do I see myself as a hero? Not at all. Um, if I can make the load lighter for somebody else, that is always my goal. So um, as a hero, no, but I do like to serve. I guess the way I think about it when, when I'm serving is it's like, uh, you know, like, like the fish, fishes and loaves, you know, I'm just, um, I feel called to serve, but what I have to offer is, is, is small, but I can give it to God and God can do great things with it. I 
don't consider myself a hero, but I get a charge out of coming every Sunday. It's like the highlight of my week. A huge impact on my life every week is knowing that um, on Sunday morning I'm going to be able to come and joke around, um, share um, the good things and the bad things that happened this week. And we pray together. We always have a circle prayer time beforehand to share those things with each other and to share the support, um, which is incredible. Uh, there was one Sunday and nobody came. So it was just me and Brent and Candy and Eric. And we had just a little cool service, just the four of us. And we didn't set anything up because I think it was a snow day or something like that. So yeah, I mean, it's just, who cares if anybody shows up? We're here, we're fellowshipping. We just want to invite people to come up and be part of a, the little service we do up here. Everybody has been given gifts by God and um, it does us no good to have those gifts and to not be able to, to use them. So I think that each one of us, whatever gifts that God has called us or given us to, to, to have, God's calling us to use those too, to share those with others. I always go back to a verse and actually um, I have it tattooed on my foot. Um, and that is the story of Peter and the boat when Jesus um, was on the sea and and Peter had asked Jesus, if it's really you, have me come out on the boat with you. And it took a lot of faith and probably a little bit of fear to step over the edge of the boat and to know that you're walking out of water, um, even when things don't always go so well. And I'm doing panicked um, text messages to um, the tech crew and saying, I'm not sure what we're doing here. Um, God always has a hand in it, and it always seems to work out one way or another. Um, and when, God, when Peter took his eyes off of Jesus, is when he started to sink. And um, so I think if you keep your eyes on Jesus, he will get you through any type of um, struggles that you have with volunteering. Um, it's, always a, it's always a fearful thing at the beginning, but the rewards are immense. Um, again, like we said before, it may not be something that you'll ever even see personally, but to be able to um, make a difference in the lives of others is what we're called to do is what Jesus wants us to be doing. Action Heroes, we get the job done. Normal people, right? I mean, they're normal people. I've been up there. They're just normal, regular people like you and I, but yet God using them to serve others and to transform the lives in East Central Minnesota through the good news of Jesus Christ. 1 John 3.18 is a great action hero verse. It says this, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth, right? I mean, words and speech are a lot but only when they're backed up by action. And so I encourage you and I, I implore you to uh, get around the booth, see where God wants you to be an action hero at New Hope Community Church as our community comes through the doors, especially this fall, and we want to bring them the good news of Jesus Christ. We want to serve them and love them, and we want them to know Jesus. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you that you are the ultimate action hero and that you 
have sent your son. And Lord, that you have assigned us work, you have given us gifts to utilize, and you call us to get the job done. Lord, for our good and for your glory, because it's a blast serving with others. And so I pray your favor over the people of New Hope, over the action heroes here, that we would serve with one another to serve others in love. In Jesus' name, amen.